0: Motherfucking rolling. It is this uh, Madre podcast number 26. Welcome, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, as well as our YouTube channel. And uh, leave a comment. Leave a five-star uh, review. And if you really like what we do, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Desmadre. Uh, chipping a dollar or more, whatever you feel like giving us. Hopefully, we'll bring some energy this episode. There's yeah. a lot going on. Uh, (laughs) Um, the world is fucking burning. Uh, this is, what's today? The
1: 14th? 14th, yeah, 14th.
0: Today's August 14th, 2016, and, um, we just had a fucking crazy weekend in the U.S. with Charlottesville, Nazi alt-right, what else do they call themselves?
1: Unite, or the...
0: The United Front. (laughs) Uh, rally in Charlottesville that got a little fucking crazy. Yep. And it took about two and a half days of fucking people like yelling at Trump for him to finally call it what it was. Yep. Um, and then, uh, well, let's just dive into that. Yep. Were you keeping up with it? Were you like reading a lot?
1: Yeah, I was in, uh, it was my girlfriend's uh, birthday this weekend. So we were up in, it was like near Sonoma, um, this nice little lodge that we found. And yeah, I guess it kind of um, definitely kind of
0: a damper on the weekend yeah
1: especially yeah because it happened like around it was like two or three right like out here like when the news came out finally that yes afternoon on saturday yeah so yeah it was it just kind of sucked to um have to be reading that shit i didn't even want to really be on my phone but then uh, when that happened yeah it was kind of like you just want to see the the updates and stuff and yeah it's um I definitely put like a damper like we were like at dinner i was like on my phone um trying to not look at but <laughs>
0: <laughs> happy birthday baby god yeah. damn did you see what these yeah. nazis did yeah
1: <laughs> it's pretty brutal but
0: yeah i was pretty obsessed about reading about it to be yeah. perfectly fucking honest like i read so much shit this uh-huh. weekend um as a side note did you know that you can go into your iphone and <laughs> look at battery usage and it literally tells you which apps have the most yeah, have been on do. the yeah, most yeah. like by yeah. the hour and the yeah, minute. Yeah. It's fuck like this this dude uh, who's a friend of mine who I follow on Twitter. Like was like, oh my god, and like he he screen captured his battery usage. Uh-huh. This fool spent thirty one hours on Twitter Jeez. this week. Holy shit! Obviously not in a day, but right, in a right, week, right, right. thirty one hours with Twitter app open. And I was like, holy shit! What's crazy is I normally am not on Twitter, but yeah. I was actually on Twitter a right, lot. Yeah, because like. It feel like Twitter's actually just really good for fucked up events. Yeah, yeah. And and I started tweeting some things or whatever, but um yeah, what a what a weird like thing to to witness and like I mean it's kind of sad, but it's also just like, well, I and I don't even like to say this. I do love to say it to certain people, but like kind of like I told you so. Yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck did you expect? Yep. Like this is the same fucking bullshit and I like I'm so tempted to go on like fucking Facebook and be like all you bitches who did not vote Hillary, this like that's what I said when the election, right? Like yeah. if you didn't vote Hillary, you voted for Trump. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. you, you could have stopped this by any means necessary, and that meant voting for Hillary. Anyway, that's kind of a stupid thing to say, but it is weird to see the reactions of like people not like, you know, uh, like condemning it, like because there's not so, like I mean obviously like we're like the echo chamber or whatever. Yeah. So most of our friends are like putting up like crazy shit or whatever for sure but there's a few people i noticed like actually like even on our page like i posted a couple of things and some people are like you know trying to like say that it's like kind of like this false flag sort of thing like don't believe it yeah they're trying to separate us like no motherfucker these guys are fucking nazis they're they're, they're, like fucking straight high hitlering like this doesn't get any more blunt than i guess like a a couple down uh, um it's so ridiculous so fucking ridiculous that
1: yeah especially here in in california in california even um you don't really see that on a day-to-day basis like you do in the south or yeah you're not really you know you never really run into those people out here to my since i've been here in the last like three years um whereas like somewhere in the south even where we're from like you know you run into people that are you know just kind of explicitly conservative or and in it's not case, even just
0: conservative it's like explicitly like southern like confederate yeah. fucking lovers yeah
1: yeah yeah and but i mean like 10 years ago when i was in high school like like this kid that the, the kid that got fame or the, one of the yeah the, the he's fame, from
0: berkeley too
1: from out here yeah oh shit yeah oh yeah he, he yeah that didn't that guy fly from like reno or something he lives in like nevada he's going to school in nevada
0: but yeah, he's from Berkeley. Harrison. Yeah, no.
1: My my point is that like you know, I kind of went to high school with people that look just like this and fucking dress this way and probably have similar ideologies. But now that they're um, emboldened to come out, and just the actual like <laughs> at the at the base of all this, I thought. um just how almost, like, silly it was of the actual, like, event of, like, protesting the statue of Robert E. Lee or whatever. It's not even really something, like... I don't know. Is but it I think really that, was just,
0: that was just kind of like a single, like, not so much a tipping point, but it was a, a reason for them to, to finally go be all like, out there. go yeah. all out. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they've been wanting to do this. For sure. They've, they needed an excuse. Absolutely, And this yeah. is like a perfect one. Uh-huh. What I think is funny is like you made a comment, and I, I mean, you're not the only one who made this, yeah. but about like the Tiki torches, Yeah, yeah. Were they like, you think they were like, yo, bro, <laughs> get your khakis, you know, get your white polo. Yeah,
1: it actually <laughs> didn't, I meant to look that up of, I'm sure that there were, um, uh, like message boards or somehow these oh yeah are, it was that there i forget what it's called
0: but there's there's a whole like yeah they were all communicating yeah and it was definitely planned out and there's a whole group of them that's a group that wears the khakis and the white shirts and uh yeah, yeah. so it's all coordinated or whatever but it's just so funny like would you be like you know bring your uniform bro yeah, like think, <laughs> or one of the, the
1: the kind of the images or commentary or memes that you saw that i thought was was pretty spot on was like imagine if these people actually had to face oppression you know like yeah they um they're out there for like we're saying the, the for this statue of you know like this fucking confederate leader and but that's not that's so like, not what they're there for oh it's just like really superficial though the actual um the reason for going out there the actual like uh protesting
0: I mean they're going out there cause they're being racist they're not going out there for that statue
1: yeah yeah I mean they wouldn't go out there otherwise they're like there's not but,
0: a but it's like a reason for it you know but that's yeah. not the, the uh, it's like an excuse that as you put it that way yeah it's not like they're really that angry because of that statue sure they're angry because they're fucking racist and they don't like whatever they don't yeah. like fucking black people yeah and dude, Jews. i was
1: surprised at how fucking like anti-jewish this dude shit they're is. hardcore
0: <laughs> and you know what's crazy is that like i can't i don't understand why like maybe they are and i, I guess they have been but like where like there should be like a shitload of outrage about like from the Jewish community and like from the white, like Jewish community. And like certainly in entertainment, there is everybody who's in entertainment seems to be shitting on these guys and being vocal about it. It, It's just, but yeah, I mean, it's, um,
1: are these guys actually like, um, a threat in, in, on the, this is kind of fucked up to say on the, the, obviously someone fucking died because of this shit. Um but is it really like uh like a, a real cause for concern? Is it like this this group of people who's like you know, the percentage of people in America that actually think like this are pretty small, but this, no, this but, incident like obviously um I don't know, through people for um a loop. I don't know if it's if if it's here, like a, here's a here's proper a, gauge on
0: I don't. I don't necessarily think it's like it, they represent like you know this huge percentage. But what's what's problematic is when, basically, when other like Caucasian and other white people, whatever you call it, don't step up and say something against this. Like the only reason I was like cool posting all this shit on Desmadre and like being like really vocal and like on our Twitter, I was posting like some of Lalo's cartoons, which straight up compare Trump to a you know Hitler and shit, yeah. is because they are literally marching. With swastikas, torches, and throwing high Hitler's, these guys are fucking Nazis. Mm -hmm. Like the United States fought against, like they fought a fucking whole war over this. Yeah, yeah. And there's people like
1: yeah. I wonder, (laughs) I wonder what their reasoning or their logic is of continuing to do that. If
0: it's like we were saying during the election last year, it's like the fish flopping out of water. It's dying, and they're just they're trying to they're getting this energy out. They, yeah. they're not going to accomplish anything. No fucking way. Yeah. Like, what are they going to accomplish? Like, who, like, but if you don't say anything, and, like, some people are like, oh, that's extreme to compare him to Hitler. Like, no. He's got fucking Steve Bannon, the guy who organized Breitbart, yep. which organized the alt-right, which is this, in the fucking White House. He straight up didn't call them out until yeah. this morning to, you know, for, was like, yeah, 48, 36, 30, 48 hours later. Sure. Because everybody fucking made him. And it looked like he was just reading from the teleprompter, which he was. Yep. But I just don't think, like, you you can't stay silent. And you have to... Especially
1: the fucking president of the United States. Yeah, right.
0: I just think the average citizen cannot stay silent. Yeah. Like, you can't. Like, I'm not mad at anybody who's, like... Some people were, like, criticizing, like, the yes, you're racist Twitter feed. Did oh, you yeah. see that? Yeah, 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 Like, oh, no, this isn't the right way to go about it
1: people like this fool or the...
0: Yeah, the, so the, ra- yes, you're racist, they like go in there, yeah. they put photos up and they, like, tell us who this person is and then they're like, out your ass as a racist. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I don't give a shit. Like, sure, there's probably gonna be a couple of mistakes made, but by and large, these people are gonna get ID'd and yeah. fuck them, they should not have jobs, I don't give a shit. Like, Sean King was all about that. Yeah, <laughs> Sean King and yes, you're racist. You know, there was this guy came back, this Peter Senevich or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh-huh. And he like there, he made a statement like yesterday that, yeah. that, saying like, Oh, I'm not really racist. I don't hate people. I'm just like, I have white pride. Like bitch, you are wearing like fascist, like Nazi propaganda on yeah. your shirt. Like you were, I'm
1: curious who took these pictures. I wonder if it's like press or, like, Oh, it's even. press yeah.
0: dude. Yeah. These are press photos.
1: Yeah, I wonder if these guys are thinking. Yeah, of of um, of now these people are not kind of hiding behind their hoods or, or they're not really masking themselves in any way, which is kind of kind of crazy or maybe it's like, because
0: of the president. Dude.
1: Yeah, they think that they're uh, protected by yeah. the, the
0: That's why, like yesterday or Saturday night, they stop wearing
1: these shirts. These like Pendletons are kind of known as like a not like. A, <laughs>
0: I just think you don't need a dress like Donald Trump. Yeah. Um
1: or like uh, yeah, fucking these Nazi bastards.
0: Like, I think you just don't walk around in groups wearing the same thing, throwing up high Hitlers, you'll be okay. <laughs> You're okay even wearing a white polo shirt, I don't wanna worry about it. Um but man, yeah, it was it was nutty. Like I there was something else. Oh, there was like one guy whose family he was from like he's from Fargo. Um and oh, like, they denounced him, right? Yeah, his family basically was like He's no longer, like, part of our family, and, like, he's gonna have to, like, denounce all this stuff and blah, blah, blah before we ever let him back, and, like, these guys are idiots. I mean, they're idiots, but they are a threat. Yeah. Because they're so fucking angry. I mean, that guy ran his car into the thing, and these are basically, like, the kind of guys who will go on the fucking rampage. Yep. Didn't they catch a guy today who was...
1: That's right, in Oklahoma or Oklahoma, they? right? He that's, was gonna go... That's unrelated, though, right? It was, like, a... Um I I thought it was unrelated I don't know if
0: it's unrelated or not but I'm just saying they're they're like these are like the Timothy Timothy McVeigh's guys who can eventually go nuts and like you know fucking kill people yeah um but yeah I don't know like now they're they're saying that there's a strong a lot of people who are pushing for Steve Bannon to get out um just because like (laughs) well obviously
1: fucking a year later
0: yeah yeah got him in but now let's get him out yeah uh, yeah there's,
1: there's definitely the the imagery is really disturbing for sure um just from you know like the 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 sea of these guys with their fucking tiki torches with their and then obviously the 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 car if I actually had didn't watch the actual video until like earlier today I saw the picture of course but the video yeah is like pretty brutal that that people, can do this for, for such a, I don't know, like we're, yeah, we're talking, I guess, uh, of like echo, echo chambers and stuff. And, you know, I don't really know anybody like this. I don't, I can't really talk to them or can't really hear their point of view. And
0: <clears throat> that's a good thing. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> maybe, a- I mean, uh, yeah, I mean for our, <laughs> maybe for our safety. Yes. But no, it's um, more
0: that, I mean, it, like, I think it is pretty rare I th- not so much rare definitely out here it's rare yeah i think they're a lot of people concentrated you know uh on the south and then in the east i mean there's actually a lot of these folks um i think just in more rural areas hmm. probably even like i heard somebody posting something about like they heard some comments this is kind of fucked up you know how uh diving yeah. into another topic we we're talking about Marshawn lynch in the nfl so yeah. like Marshawn lynch at saturday's uh pre game Pre-game or whatever you call that preseason game like yeah. down on the bench
1: I hope he has just the coolest fucking season the best season that would be ever. awesome yeah
0: yeah he took a year off so he should be well rested nice Um but yeah Marshawn Lynch decided not to stand during the national anthem or the whatever it was
1: that was the same day right
0: yeah which makes perfect sense as far as I'm fucking concerned this is, yeah. if you already heard Trump's non-statement and then, yeah fuck it this is, this is so anyway um, uh, somebody I know was at a in a casino in Reno, and um, somehow got into a conversation with some random older white folks. And Marshawn Lynch came up. Holy shit! This person I know, I'm not gonna say who it is, but he's also an older white person who does not like Kaepernick and the whole concept of not standing. So he's normally like anti-Kaepernick or whatever. Hmm. Anyway, they start talking about Lynch, and then uh, so this apparently this old guy was like. Yeah, he should be sitting in a a tree with a banana. That's where he should be sitting. (laughs) And as he said about Marshawn Lynch, you know? And then my friend was appalled. And it's like, you fucking idiot. Like, this is why he should be sitting. Like, basically, my friend is like, he should be standing, right? And then he was really offended and thrown off by this racist comment by some guy who made about, you know, Marshawn Lynch. Like, this is exactly why Marshawn Lynch sits, because there are people like this. Because Marshawn Lynch is treated like and thought of as a fucking animal. Mm Mm-hmm for entertainment for fucking white people who don't really respect him. So it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know if it, I don't necessarily think these minds can be changed. I think they eventually die off or something. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, This kid was fucking like 20 years old. Yeah, he
0: was 20. But again, it's kind of like these kids like who are like the Dylan roofs or like these kind of loners who are and like, then
1: who are emboldened by the fucking internet.
0: Emboldened by the internet because there's some anonymity in it and the, you can basically, like, any sort niche. of fringe yeah. group can yeah. g- gather together and be fucking bastards together. Yep. Um, I, I, yeah, this is, like, definitely, like, uh, Larissa said something funny earlier, earlier today when we were listening to, uh, I don't know, like, KPFA or something. And somebody was like, this is, like, Uh, what do they say like something to the effect of like this is the last not the last straw but like you know you know this should get you to stand up and say something and it's like well you kind of hear that every week like he does something every week that you're like oh my god like but anyway i gotta do feel like this is a really obvious one where like if you like have any sort of social conscience and like you don't say anything about this like it's like that on tyranny thing man bring it back to on tyranny Gotta speak up. You gotta speak up. And did you see that post, the image of that Latino guy who in, was it San Antonio?
1: Yeah. yeah. What did it say? That he was a, um, it said something like, like Tejanos fought with the Confederacy. Yeah,
0: Mexican Tejanos fought with the Confederates. God, what a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, that dude looks super Mexican too. (laughs) Yeah, he's super
0: being here. God damn, there are some fucking fooled people out there but nah man I mean the good thing is that like I think the internet unites all the good too you know
1: for sure yeah absolutely
0: and there's certainly people like
1: yeah
0: yeah I don't don't know and it's I I
1: always think also too of how um, you know how I think of like kids like 50 years from now learning about this in in school you know and like it's just almost like surreal you know that that, um, that this is happening or that You know, this motherfucker's on, like, a working vacation at his golf resort in New Jersey while this shit is happening. Um, And, yeah, you know, I'd like to think that we are on the right side of history or that people that are obviously against this shit, which is kind of the the question I was posing er earlier of of almost, like, I know it's, like, stupid and naive to think, oh, like, I can't believe this is still here or, you know, it's 2017 and, and these people... Um, uh, you wouldn't think you'd see these like the images that came uh, this weekend, but they're there. And I don't know. I just I just feel that history will will resolve itself in that th- these guys will be seen as like <laughs> on the wrong side of history or that they're not. Um, I don't I just don't I, I don't even see why you you wonder about that. Well, yeah. I, what do you mean?
0: Why is that even a question? Of course, they're on the fucking wrong side of history. Like, well, there's, I know,
1: but I'm just saying, it's more like of of thinking of kids who were, who were in the future will learn about this, and I'm I'm just curious about what they will think, you know, in 50 years. Um,
0: I mean, I, hopefully, this is nothing. This is just kind of like a weird blip where Trump got elected, and like yeah. there was like some skirmishes or something. Because literally, yeah. I mean, not to diminish the fact that a person got killed, but it was one person who got killed, right? Yeah. Unless this becomes something full blown and really crazy, like some sort of crazy fucking real like internal civil war, like a mini like fucking, you know, whatever. Then this hopefully is just a blip, uh, like some aberration where like, again, it's like the fucking fish has been dying. The fish of racism, it's out of the water, it's flopping around, it's like biting and doing whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully that is just what it is. I think that's the question whether this is going to blow up and be something bigger for a while. Or whether uh, it can contain itself, and I think that's why you, we have to be as vocal as possible, and like as like, uh, what's the word? You have to be. You have to press the leadership as much as possible. Like, if people wouldn't have been so vocal over the last two days, Bush uh, Trump wouldn't have done that this morning. Yeah, it was just so. It was such a, an outcry from everyone, even from Republicans. Right now, the question is like that shouldn't be enough like for me that's not enough he's he's already buddied up with these guys they got him into the fucking you know into the white house that's not enough to get him out you can't charge him with <laughs> the, okay racist voter you, we can get you out but the pressure from my point of view is on even further and hopefully like mueller and these guys it that there was another thing that came out today from the new yorker talking about like his ties to like um georgian companies not not the state but the the former Soviet Republic of Georgia. Like basically he's been getting investments from all these Russian companies and it's all like untraceable sort of kind of weird, like funny money, uh, because he'd been in so much bankruptcies. Nobody in their fucking right mind would actually give him clean money, but somebody with dirty money who needs to launder it. Yeah. They'll put it into Donald Trump's shell company. So I think that shit's going to go down. It's going to take a while. Damn dude. (laughs) um, but yeah, I, I think, I mean, that's typically the only way somebody goes down is they have to do something wrong themselves. Yep. Um And it'll be interesting. I think the first thing is I got to get Steve Bannon out. They got to get Stephen Miller, who's the fucking worst or one of the worst that he's basically like all these guys. That guy's like 32. Hmm. He's like one of his advisors. Yep. And he's just a complete fucking right wing alt right fucking racist chip on his shoulder um i don't know I, this is like it's an interesting thing to talk about as like a current event but i don't i never feel like there's like i mean you could talk about whether trump said enough or didn't do enough clearly he didn't do enough the first day and what he said this morning made sense that you could tell they were like somebody fucking you know made him do it (laughs) you're about to lose it all right here if you don't correct um but anyway and then the fucking thing from last week with the fucking north koreans
1: that's right yeah
0: that's fucking crazy shit too these guys literally talking shit about nuclear weapons had me looking up like what would happen like (laughs) if fucking a nuclear bomb got dropped in the city it's fucking crazy fucking crazy that's like some 1980s shit hmm 1960s really Bay of pig sort of stuff I mean did you ever In your lifetime Grow up thinking Like about a nuclear war Like seriously
1: Not seriously no No
0: Yeah Yeah that's some 70s 60s 70s 80s stuff man That was big time Like they would oh, They would actually Talk about that In the in the early 80s Mid 80s Obviously until The fall of communism Which is like 89 Or whatever Right But it was always Always a concern um, But yeah That shit is nuts I was telling somebody about how like the DMZ how the crazy thing is like man imagine how people in Seoul feel yeah like we were there a year ago it's so fucking close to the DMZ it's like For an sure. hour right yep um, literally like a one hour bus ride from downtown bustling metropolis of Seoul Korea to the DMZ like they could start just shelling the fuck out of that place and so many people would die whoa Shit. It's all good news this week, people. All good news. All good news. Yeah, not a lot to say about that. Hopefully that just dies down. Yep. It seems like that just got eclipsed in the news cycle by this nonsense.
1: Um, and then again, the fact that he's on his workcation and go- he's giving these press conferences from his uh, golf resort. is kind of disturbing. And
0: They do typically take a couple weeks off in August. <laughs> but he's To been- his credit well just generally speaking presidents typically do that yeah he's been taking every fucking weekend off that's yeah. more disturbing yeah but typically they do take time off in August and they kind of have like a work source whatever like I guess like typically they go up to Maine to Kennebunkport port or some shit like that and then Bush used to go down to Waco hmm. Bush used to spend a lot of time in why the in fuck August. would you do that yeah he used to go ride his mountain bike his horses um but yeah, it is a little disturbing uh, that he's been so... It's not disturbing. It's totally expected. But I don't know. These people around him. I feel like there are definitely some adults there who are just trying to make sure this place doesn't fucking blow up. And it's like that McMaster guy and and Kelly, John Kelly, the new chief of staff. Like they got rid of that Scaramucci guy yeah. in a week, nine days. Right. <laughs> what a fucking train wreck. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Th- none of this should surprise anybody. Looking at the way he ran his campaign, look at the w- at the way he's lived his life, looking at the way he fucking ran his businesses and if you vote for him, I hope you feel like a fucking idiot. Congratulations.
1: I second that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! If you didn't vote for him and you didn't vote for Hillary, congratulations—you fucking got played too. This is where we're at. Uh, let's talk about something fun. Anything <laughs> fun so, going? Uh,
1: oh yeah, the the show last week. Uh, oh I, yeah,
0: the show with Dusty. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Maybe you can give a rundown of that
1: uh yeah so last sunday we uh, uh el dusty came to san jose and yeah we had a show i guess it was like the first sort of desmadre presents kind of show hosted by juan Yervas, uh chelita vana club was there Mari fresh other djs from here in san jose uh dj producers filthy drones, filthy drones of Suenatron and Mari fresh and it was cool yeah i mean it, it, i think it's a cool start to stuff like that um
0: I think there were uh, 130, 125 people. Came yeah. Out. Not bad, not ridiculous, but uh, not embarrassing. That's good.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's cool to, to try and do stuff here, or at least challenging in some fashion here in San Jose to try and throw shows because in my short time, or not short time, but it, when I talk to people, there's you get this sense that, I um, talked about this before, of uh, San Jose or the South Bay kind of being not as cool as uh, San Francisco or Oakland and you know San Francisco and Oakland have obviously a very long rich history of you know um, art and culture and shit happening from there for from 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 forever so when you think of San Jose I think it kinda gets shit shit on um, and so being here and, and, and trying to uh, collaborate with with other artists here that we've um, that we've met has been cool, you know, and I, and I hope to hopefully um, do some more shows and try and find out how to expand in that way. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah, it was, uh, it was at, at this place called the Ritz here in San Jose. It was on Sunday night. Um, and yeah, it's that, that venue is, it's like a really, really nice venue. But yeah. It's like almost like a little too big for maybe that kind of function. Um,
0: I think it needs to be like time can be compressed some. It doesn't need uh, to be 5 hours. That's just a really long time. I, I think, think it's pretty
1: standard for for shows. Uh, maybe not on a Sunday night, but Yeah,
0: um, for Sunday night yeah. it yeah. Yeah. Um but,
1: Yeah, cuz we went to, I actually went to the Ritz like on like Tuesday and it was it was I had never heard of this guy it's his producer named Sango and it was fucking packed like just really? super super packed on, wow. on like a Tuesday night so I think it has to do with um, the the person that's coming yeah, and the marketing and all that shit and uh, trying to get the word out. But, uh, yeah, it was hosted by Juan Yerbas, uh, basically just head, head banged for, like, my fucking <laughs> neck hurt for, like, two days after that.
0: Yeah, this shit got uh, stupid. Like, basically, after, like, pretty much, like, Filthy Drones and then Mighty Fresh just basically took it up a notch with yeah. like the tempo of the music yeah. and stuff and the energy. And there was enough kind of critical mass had kind of arrived. Yeah. Um that it like and we were fucking drunk enough that we started acting stupid. Yeah. But uh it was pretty hilarious for a minute there. Definitely at the end, like when uh, a couple of folks were dancing on the stage. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, shout out to uh, Dusty for coming through and everybody that came through that night. Um, actually, this guy came up to me while I was literally taking a piss in the middle of the show, and he asked me to sign one of the flyers. Nice. Uh, it's just like Mexican dude, and I asked. Also, there was another dude um, at that at the other show on the the following Tuesday that saw me there, and another Mexican dude. Um, so that's cool too. And like my my girlfriend always is like, you know, you should be going out more. People want to see you out and. Supporting the scene I'm just like nah
0: (laughs) uh, Man there was like actually a lot of stuff going on this weekend like the jazz fest and I actually wanted it Like I looked up some of the artists and I'm like this is dope. Yeah, but I'm like 35 minutes away Yeah, and I'm just like I get all lazy and like, yeah. man, you like, you can walk down there. That's yeah. kind of nice for yeah, you, yeah. you, you know. But I'm just I'm just I'm throwing you under the bus here. No, I mean, yeah, I,
1: we go pretty like when when Claudia stuff and goes here yeah. in San Jose in San yeah. Jose. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's cool. I think it gets kind of shit on maybe unfairly. Just There's
0: because. actually a really good scene here. I I yeah. do wish I would go out more, but I would like again like the distance is one thing, and then I'm just like. I'd just be getting fucking hammered too much if I was out, man. Yeah, like yeah. I got enough I got enough alcoholism to deal with yeah. at home. Like I don't need to go to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just I'd just be a mess. I'm trying to be a little healthier. Plus I'm fucking old and married. And yeah. trying to not that when you go out is just about hooking up or something, but Yeah. That's a big part of it. For sure. It's a big part of the 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 scene. Uh, but it was cool, man. I thought it was, it was a good time and it was a good look. And like a lot of people, uh, did, you know, say like, Oh, like one dude was like, actually one guy was like, Oh, how'd you hear about the thing? And and he's like, Oh, you know, I heard, I don't know if you heard on the podcast, but he was like oh, you're the guy who was shitting on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, thanks for listening to the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, there were definitely, like, some straight-up Desmadre fans, which was dope, like yep. people who didn't just discover it because of Dusty or Chulita or whatever. Sure. Um, so, yeah, maybe uh, I don't know what the time t- timeline is, but, you know, try to do one next month or something like that yep. and-, and see where that goes. Um, other than that, this weekend I didn't do shit. I feel like I did something on Friday. Oh, my sister was in town. Oh, nice. That was cool. She came in town from Texas. Uh, So we just went out to eat. Nice. Friday and Thursday. Got together with our other cousin on Friday as well. Nice. Um, And then Saturday and Sunday, man, I just chilled, man. I just finally got caught up on some sleep. I literally slept till noon on Saturday. Woke up to that beautiful news of the (laughs) Charlotte Massacre. Yep. Um, And then I went and saw a shitty fucking movie. Hmm. Baby Driver. Have you seen it?
1: I saw the previews. I don't...
0: You weren't interested, huh? Not really yet. I wasn't either. But Larissa was like, oh, it looks good. It had fucking 93% Rotten Tomatoes. It sucks. Really? Yeah. And it's funny because I had seen when it came out like in June, Anthony Bourdain tweeted. Uh He just tweeted, fuck Baby Driver. (laughs) That's all he tweeted. And then people were like, like fucking Ava DuVernay, you know, like the African-American filmmaker. Who yeah. Like whatever, Queen of the South or something. Look, yeah, I got a lot of respect for her. She's awesome. But she was like, you know, you don't have to be cruel or something like, you know, like you should respect the filmmakers. You can criticize the film, but not be cruel. And they, he yeah. wasn't cruel, though, the filmmakers. He yeah. said, fuck baby driver. Yeah. He didn't say fuck whoever fucking guy's name is, Sean. Yeah. What the fuck? Is he a
1: black dude? No. Why would he be a black dude? the 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 director? No, it's oh.
0: the guy who made Shaun of the Dead.
1: Oh. But why why does Ava Deverney care that? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. I think she was just sticking up for a fellow, it's Edgar Wright. Uh, I don't so know. She, she Jimmy like, Fox
1: is in it maybe. She uh <sighs> allegiance that way.
0: God, the movie sucked. It sucked so bad. Like it was so like there like there was no chemistry like it, it was just
1: I yeah. I, I can't think of uh, a, a a movie in recent times that has like these kind of all star lineups that are good, and I think maybe as a as a uh, uh, as a society we're getting like tired of all these fucking movies. Like the only one I can think of is like the Hateful Eight, and that was you know obviously Tarantino. Tarantino. But, you know, like when you see the same fucking people in all in, in, in every fucking poster, you know, it's like, is there really not enough? people to to um, to fill up these movies or they know that because these movies like are playing to kind of like a global market right they want to be able to yeah. um, do, be successful and I'm sure they are but it's like I want to see some film. I want to see uh I want to
0: see some uh Damn, settle down, dude. So I want to see some film. <laughs> I want to see a snuff film. No, it's all hedging. It's all hedging their bets against losing money. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like, "Oh, we put Kevin Spacey in it." Okay, there's a lot of who wants to see a Kevin Spacey movie. I do. Yeah. You know, "Oh, Jamie Foxx in it." I do. Yeah, and yeah. then John Hamm. Yeah. And they were all actually Those three guys were not bad, although Kevin Spacey was kind of whacking it. Hmm. But the lead character, I don't know. This guy was so, like, he just was whack, man. Who the fuck is this guy? What's his name?
1: Ansel Elgort.
0: Ansel Elgort? Isn't he the guy who died? No. No, no.
1: That's the guy from the... Star Wars or Star
0: Trek um but it just was like they tried to make it all cool like he's dancing and he's listening to music it was just the wackest shit i could never buy into this kid being cool Hmm. and it was like he falls in love with this girl this girl falls in love with him it was so fucking like they were trying to this is what Larissa said i'm not going to take credit for this she was like it was like they were trying to make la la land meets drive meets uh i mean yeah what's the other heat
1: that's i feel like that's a lot a lot of the time with uh these movies and you know generally mainstream pop culture just it's just like a pastiche of just like all of like the shit that's like currently popular or yeah. like they just kind of scrub the like those movies basically like oh let's make them fucking let's redo this shit with jamie fox and kevin spacey and john Hamm.
0: it had a so. couple of good moments I could understand why some people liked a couple of the car scenes. Yeah. There was a couple of comedic moments. Made me chuckle. <laughs> but overall, it was a pretty yeah, I seen crappy movie. I did see Dunkirk. Oh, nice. I need to see that. Fucking yeah. dope.
1: Fuck, man. I don't know about those movies either.
0: That's the anti-film of this. Really? Very little dialogue. Huh. Fucking... About the super wide like
1: what it, it's about, what is it about again the what, what was dunkirk again the
0: Dunkirk is basically like a beach in France I think mm-hmm. and uh there were a bunch of british soldiers there and they were surrounded by the germans and they were all about to get killed and it was basically like this beach where the the tide wouldn't allow boats to come in and rescue them because so, hmm. they had to stay out really far shit and so What happened was, and this was pretty not that far from the UK because it's in France, so it's across the Channel. Right. And so basically, what they did was they said they put out a call to all the ports in in the UK, in uh, I forget the town, like a little British town, Hmm. and they said if you own a small boat, like take all these life preservers and go to Dunkirk. Hmm. And so all these regular people, holy shit, that's right, yeah, yeah, took their boats and went over there and like brought soldiers back. And basically, the way the film is structured is structured around three characters. One is a soldier who's just trying to survive on the beach and like basically trying to get out of there by any means necessary. Mm. And then another one is a, a pilot in an airplane. There's only like two British fighters, and they're trying to keep some German fighters out. Nice. And then another one is this older guy who's probably like 60, and he's one of the guys who's a citizen from the right, UK who right, brings right. a boat over. And it just intercuts between the three things converging basically. France. It's fucking dope. It's really calm, like a lot of people probably won't like it. Is it France? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Invasion yeah. of France uh, wait hold
0: on. Alright. Yes, it's France. Something like that. But uh very little dialogue, beautiful, beautiful, dope cinematography. Awesome sound design. Like it's a Christopher Nolan movie, man. Like what were you, while you were about to criticize it? What were you thinking? No, I was
1: I was going to ma- maybe just just play the Deadpool's advocate of are these kind of movies necessary? Is it uh documenting the um is it to remember this this um this this piece of history? And when does it turn into like exploitation for entertainment? nah i think this is good for people i mean people that have gone to war you know like do do they enjoy movies like this
0: or i don't think they enjoy it but i think it's important to see this sort of stuff if it's done well if it's just a straight-up action war movie then like uh i don't know but i mean so there are some war movies that are some of my favorite films you know like platoon and i really love platoon like i think it's a really good movie She's like saving private Ryan's a dope ass movie yeah um and going back to, like, the on-tyranny thing, like, basically, this is history. And, like, some yeah. people will never read books. If a film is well done, you can actually learn something from it. And yeah. it's just a matter of, like, whether there's a lot of propaganda built into it or not. Then it's fucking bullshit. And then it becomes – that's where I think it gets weird. Yeah. If you can make something that's historically accurate and kind of dope, then that's cool. But uh, if it gets all propagandized, which happens a lot – I actually read an article about this a couple weeks ago that – there's this document online. You can look it up. I don't know how fuck you would search it for it. But basically, you can look up, um, like, all the films that the U.S. government and the military has forced them to change, like, a storyline. Hmm. Like, they'll be like, nah, you shouldn't put that. You know, because that's going to look down. That's going to look bad for our troops or for our country or whatever. Right. So there's definitely a lot of bullshit like that. Like, you know, Zero, One, Thirty or is that 0 Dark 30. Yeah. Um, that was not that good. There was another one that was awful that was a Clint Eastwood one. That guy's just propaganda fucking masturbatory like, you know, he's like masturbating American flags like it's yeah. just so like garbage. Um so I yeah, think it's with with anything there's good and there's bad. Everything in moderation. But Dunkirk is dope. If you should go see it before it gets out of the theater. Because it merits being watched on 70 millimeter or IMAX. We watched it in IMAX and it was like, God damn. And Larissa, who does not care about war movies, was just like, that was a beautiful film. Like, it's like, man, there are some, the flying shots, the very end shot. I think it was an homage to the 400 blows. Beautiful shot. Really, really cool. Um, Dunkirk. I watched that Sofia Coppola movie, Beguiled. I watched it too, actually. I forgot. I thought that kind of sucked. Yeah, I forgot I watched that. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to Santana Row? Yeah,
1: I did. I think we watched it there. Um, yeah, I was not a fan either. It was it was kind of weird. Yeah. I didn't like I There's was a lot like of repressed sexual energy. I mean,
0: that's kind of the part the the point of the story. Actually, I don't remember
1: why I didn't like it. Hold on. I think it was just because um, it was just kind of like a non-story. There wasn't ever, like, ever really any, like, real conflict. Yeah. You know? like yeah. It's just, like, he shows up, and then the only the only time that there's ever, like, your, like, maybe, like, a little bit of suspense is when, like, the, the troops are coming by, right? Yeah, and then she's like, is, is she going to tell them or is she not? And then she doesn't, and then he just stays there, and there's not really, like... There wasn't ever, like, these... Really strong points of uh, there's no
0: development in that film yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, that's very typical Sofia Coppola though. Yeah, actually, two days ago we watched Lost in Translation. Oh, nice! On Saturday we watched that. It was on TV, and there's not a lot that happens there in terms of transformation. It's it it, it, it goes to argue that um, that I was just reading another article about. Um, Some filmmaker who was like, fuck story. Like, cause everybody's like, oh, I'm a storyteller, right? Uh So this guy's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a storyteller. I don't really give a shit. Like, I, my films are about like style and tone. Yeah. And I think Sofia Coppola is more on the style and tone spectrum. Yeah. I mean, like,
1: I mean, yeah, I don't think you have to have like a story necessarily or, or I I also dig more experimental type of shit. But yeah, it just seemed kind of, Beguiled in particular, I totally forgot we fucking watched that shit was, um, it was just kind of, it It just felt like a play, kind of, just kind of a lackluster play where, um, yeah, there's like this, um, Colin Farrell plays like someone from an opposing army and he is found by, you know, like one of the girls, what, what is, what is that place again? It's like a,
0: it's like a school. Yeah. It's like a school for girls, but at this point, it's like the Confederate war, the, yeah. the the Civil War, right? Right. Right. Most right, of the yeah. girls' fathers have left them yeah. there. So just it's, to stay That's why only like three or four of them, or whatever. It's like five or six, or something like that. Um, yeah, I thought it was a little weird. I I didn't quite. I just didn't get like the char- the Colin Farrell character. Yeah. Very much, and like, I mean, obviously, like, I guess the dude's been in the war. He wants to bone out whatever he can. But it was weird like he was like into Kirsten Dunst or whatever right. and then he like hooked up with what's The, her younger, name? One, or the right? younger one. The uh, younger one. She's famous. Fanning. Elle Fanning. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah. it was like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, and back then probably that wasn't as taboo. Like she wasn't that young. Yeah. And it was common to like sure. get married younger and whatever. But I thought it was weird that Elle Fanning would be so like forward Yep. as like somebody in that era. It just True, it, yeah. It seemed weird. Yeah. You know. Um But do, did you know that's a that's a remake? Mm-mm. Dude, look up uh Beguiled and it's Clint Eastwood. Huh. And like the way like look up the description like on Rotten Tomatoes or something. It's fucking hilarious the way it's described. Like the one liner for it. Um Like it's even like
1: seventy one. Nineteen seventy one. Yeah, like read that, read that. Don Siegel. Which one? Right here? Yeah, yeah. Offbeat Civil War drama in which a wounded Yankee soldier, after finding refuge in an isolated girls' school in the South towards the end of the war, becomes the object of the young woman's sexual fantasies. The soldier manipulates the situation for his own gratification, but when he refuses to completely comply with the girl's wishes, they make it very difficult for him to leave. Oh no! There's an even better
0: description. Sure. It was like like there's a description that that was like really raunchy and hilarious. It like really cracked me uh, up. Yeah, I think it was the Rotten Tomatoes. Huh? Yeah, yeah.
1: What the, f- this kind goddamn- of yeah.
0: The poster's hilarious.
1: Ninety-three.
0: There it is. I read that.
1: Okay, in this film, Clint Eastwood plays a wounded Union soldier during the Civil War who takes refuge in a prim, Southern girls' school overseen by Geraldine Page. He soon discovers that the ladies' hospitality had a hidden agenda. The love-starved students wish to use. E- Eastwood as a nonstop sex machine (laughs) (laughs) like that that, sounds more that sounds more intriguing (laughs) but i was like what
0: yeah Yeah. so like you know sophia coppola took it and made it like this somewhat of a feminist piece of some sort i don't know i i I, (sighs) I guess
1: anyways yeah i mean Yeah, that's what I thought. I just thought it was just kind of the, there was no development. And it was forgettable
0: because you forgot you watched it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, I forgot the name. I I, I knew I watched the this the Coppola movie. It's just it didn't seem very uh, like I was telling you about the Lady Macbeth. I think we talked about it already. But yeah, that's that's that is fucking Titan. That is should check that out if you if you get the chance. But that's much more like. Provocative and I think kind of like a kind of like a raw perspective, I feel like a woman's perspective and Mm. dealing with the same kind of shit of kind of like, like, like late 18th, uh, early 19th century. Like, although this, the uh, Lady Macbeth takes place in in England, Mm. but that's, that's definitely the superior movie, I think. That came out at this like. It's funny because I've
0: heard nothing about this movie. Really? I've yeah, heard nothing about I,
1: it. I haven't. Either. I mean, we only saw it in uh, because of like yeah trailers and uh, I think it might actually be
0: been in, like in another movie.
1: Right. Um, yeah. Huh. Yeah.
0: Are you caught up on Game of Thrones? Nah.
1: <laughs> no. I actually never watched it. I've never. Oh, watched, you've never seen I've a never single. Watched a single episode. Wow. You
0: should check it out. It's pretty good. We finally started watching the final season last night. Yeah, watched all three episodes. Nice. Um, Yeah, and then we did you watch um, the the fucking Handmaid's Tale thing yet?
1: No, actually, we watched the first episode um, last night. I just saw that somewhere that reminded me to 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 put that on the list.
0: It's interesting. It's got. What's funny is that not funny, but it's it's weird to see like a bunch of. uh, really good kind of famous actresses all together mm-hmm. like it's got you know Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men it's got uh, I don't remember her name the the black skinny chick from Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. um it's got Rory from fucking uh Gilmore girls uh hm. it's got a few others in it but you're like oh wow like they're all together um
1: is that a good is that good or is it-
0: I don't know, I mean it's it's kind of like what you're saying that like you're kind of thrown off because they're such familiar faces yeah. um and they're all good actors, so that's not a bad thing necessarily, but it's it's just weird like it takes a little getting used to it for me anyway, um but the first episode's pretty good, it's kind of weird, but it's pretty good so far. They beat the shit out of this dude huh. uh will check
1: that out actually I've been...
0: i won't I won't spoil it for you then. Um,
1: I think the other thing we were you know, talk about was the remescla. the, the oh day. right
0: right right yeah there's been a bit of movement in the Latino media space mm-hmm. in the last uh, probably the last six months I would say uh, a couple of big announcements um, we want to talk about Me Too because that's an older case but Me Too's been doing pretty well as far as we can tell they helped Chingo get the Netflix there, yeah. special yeah um i wonder if they're doing any others or have
1: they done any others not that i know of no yeah i'm I'm sure they have or that they're developing developing others
0: um but obviously me too continues to grow um and then uh probably like six months ago it was announced that raise that was in march i think when i first heard about it raise r-a-z-e um who uh was started by emiliano kalamsuk who's a former tv exec cool dude i've met him a few times um, they got some money in partnership with Sofia Vergara's uh, production company, or I don't know what she has an investing vehicle of some sort. Uh, but that got launched in like June, I think. Yep. And that that one's interesting because they have a lot of South American like YouTubers and like stars. I think that came through the agency because nice. I think Sofia Vergara's company represents those p- folks like in Hollywood, so they got them through that and uh they seem to be operating i mean they have like a lot of twitter stuff twitter activity uh i don't have you been following them at all not really on facebook or anything um but those guys are going.
1: I don't watch the competition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't. I don't watch Argentinian YouTubers. Yeah, is basically I like, it? Uh,
1: I do like. Uh, who are the Enchufa dudes work with? Who do they work?
0: They work with, with me too. That's right. Yeah, but I, I don't I, think I, they ever did anything with them. Though. Right. Right. I do like
1: Entrufe. I, I think their videos are really fucking cool. And, yeah. Uh, they're fucking huge and in yeah. Ecuador. I mean, if those and Latin America, if those, <laughs> if
0: there's any other like Latin American or Mexican, whatever, I basically say like Enchufe, and then. Uh, homie Sid Vela
1: yeah and also the uh, what the fuck is it called Los, El Hijo del Santo or something Llamando al Santo is that what they're called I don't know I think we talked about him briefly but yeah. anyways
0: um, yeah, yeah so Raze is moving uh, Me Too's been moving um, and then it was just announced that Remezcla who's been going for a while uh, just raised 11 million dollars through a Series A uh, which is pretty fucking awesome um, yeah th- i i was actually like i mean they've been going for a while but I, when i read that and they said they've been started 11 years ago i was like damn that is a while that is a long while but they got some money from macro uh which is cool those guys are cool too um and yeah it's interesting seeing the space mature without us
1: <laughs> 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 who's the guy's name Yamando. oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah these guys are funny as hell too
0: um, but yeah, man, it's cool. It's cool seeing, uh, these companies, uh, get the, uh, investment that we believe this space deserves. And I think like, um, like we've always said, like, um, there should be a lot of players in this space. And and one of the problems that we always ran into is when people were like, when we were trying to raise money or when we've tried to raise money is that like, we were like, Oh, like, but there's already like a me too or there's already this or that, right yep. um but that doesn't mean there can be more. That's the crazy thing or that's the annoying thing i I would say is that like there's a lot of room for a lot of players here, not everybody needs to be gigantic, and um it'll be interesting to see what they all end up doing the the I thing said they're gonna focus more on video
1: which is cool, yeah,
0: yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do and, and how they build that out and whether it's gonna be more.
1: I'm assuming it'll be like music-centric as they, even the the, the they do have video um, that they produce. Obviously not on any large scale or anything, but they do a lot of like uh, like music pieces on different artists. Yeah. Or, like They go to like festivals. Festivals, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that is tight. That we'll see what happens. Um,
0: Man, I'm falling asleep. <laughs>
1: That's
0: about, I think that might be it in terms of. Yeah, shout out to Rameskla. Congrats on that if anybody happens to fucking, is anybody listening? (laughs) I'm right here, baby. I'm right here. Um, As for us, we we mentioned we're working on something in the background, which we still are. And uh, it is still going through legal. And it may not work out. But it might also work out. So who the fuck knows? We can't really talk about it until it works out. So we are continuing to work on some stuff in the background. And um, hopefully, I think, you know, starting in September, things settle down a little bit more with my gig. And we can maybe pick up the pace and do some other mundo sort of stuff. Um, We haven't done A Man on the Street in a while. Yep. So we should get out and do one. Um, But... The summer, I don't know how it's felt like for you, but I'm I'm tired just because I'm working too much. You've been working a lot on some side gigs too, but um, where has this summer gone? It is August 14th. Shit, yep. August 14th. Um. That's about it. That's all I got. I mean, hopefully uh, we're here next week. There's no nuclear war. Um. What do you got there?
1: Britney Spears Baby One More Time is being released on vinyl. I forgot to mention that.
0: Oh shit. That's critical. Forgot I, to Yeah. Are you gonna get it?
1: Nah, hell no. You should
0: dude. <laughs> Next the smile dish, i throw that out there. How old is Britney Spears? I
1: think she's like thirty in her late thirties. Thirty five. Yeah, she's young still. I thought she was
0: older for some reason.
1: And she was like fucking sixteen basically, yeah, when this shit came out.
0: That's right. What a wreck. Her and fucking the other early '90s uh, MTV darling, Jessica Simpson.
1: Yeah, it's I, just it's gonna keep happening. the.
0: You know what? I watched an interview today with uh, Paul Pauly Shore.
1: Dude, <laughs> the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was on Joe Rogan.
0: I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't.
1: I watched like the first five minutes, and then I. I Dude, you're really obsessed with Big Thief, aren't you? Dude, they're fucking tight, definitely. What? I, I didn't, I don't, I don't, I'm not getting it. I mean, you're just too old, man, to, for the. I like how
0: that's your, always your excuse.
1: you never said that. You always say that. No, I
0: do Every time you introduce a new person, you, you mention their age. Have you never noticed that? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just say it for Not for everybody reference. does that. Not everybody does that.
1: It is cool to know how old no, someone is. No, to,
0: to you it is, but not everybody you does. You can tell, though, when someone But someone's... not everybody does that, I'm just saying. So you have an obsession with with uh, stratifying people by their age groups. I don't know if you've if anybody's ever pointed that out to you.
1: Sure, but I don't know. <laughs> I've never said it directly like that to... to... I don't know you took offense or something no like no there, no right? I'm <laughs> saying
0: I'm just saying that you'd point that out a lot like you that's one of the first things you point out about people yeah is you like point out it like exactly their age like as a um, as a descriptor as opposed to other things I don't know what other things you might point out about somebody but you always start with somebody's age nice. and you do that very very regularly more than anybody I know just an ageist man Just. I think you are yeah. slightly an ageist <laughs> yeah I think you are but I d I don't really I mean I listen to Big Thief. I I only listen to one or two songs. And they're good, but I don't know, maybe it's just like it's your like love music or something. Is it your like romantic music time? Not really, just
1: just good good songwriting, good instrumentalists.
0: Well, how would you describe them?
1: Um I guess yeah, they're just um what the fuck? Yeah, the this the just like indie fucking like not not folk but it's the the lead singer is just like a really good songwriter
0: was that her right there she had a shaved head yeah yeah she's channeling sinead
1: yeah (laughs) who's also falling off the rails a bit
0: oh she fell off the rails about 15 years ago (laughs) yeah she's i think she's suicidal or something yeah wait where's big thief from
1: i think they're they're based out of new york i think but I, i i'm not sure where they're from initially but I think the the girl is um the lead singer she's went to Berkeley School of Music mm-hmm. so just their compositions and stuff and their their the, like I said the songwriting and the their compositions are really fucking solid and how old are they they're probably like in their mid twenties like twenty five or twenty six um yeah check them out if you feel like i've been basically yeah I listen to the fucking I feel like I have very kind of like schizophrenic music tastes where I really like basically people like, you know, Nick, Nick Drake or Kurt Vile and Elliot Smith and people like Big Thief, but also, you know, like crazy, like Death Grip shit. Um, that's pretty much what I've been listening to is like Kurt Vile and Big Thief. Uh, uh, Leonard Cohen, you know, he's fucking tight as hell too.
0: He's old dude. Yeah. I don't I don't know why you listen.
1: <laughs> his old stuff when he, he was <laughs> when he was in his twenties. <laughs> How they listen to stuff over there? <laughs> well
0: yeah, Leonard Cohen's dope. Yeah. He died, right?
1: No, he's still alive. He's still alive? Yep. He's like yeah, in his eighties.
0: You know who I wanted to go see is uh, Philip Glass.
1: Yeah, he played at the Stanford Theater, right?
0: Um. Yeah, he has played there plenty of times, but there's some. Oh yeah, he did die. Fucking A, You're right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Last year. Yeah, he died last year. Um. Yeah, Philip Glass does some sort of festival. Uh. Not too far from here. I think it might be in Carmel, and I wanted to go, but it's like super expensive, and it requires you to go to Carmel. I was like, uh, fucking being lazy. Hmm. Oh, we just hit an hour. This is fucking a wrap. Um. All right. I don't know. We just fucking rambled on for a while about Nazis and we had absolutely zero insights. We apologize for that. Um, but thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe, share, uh, check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Camera just died. That's okay. We're done. And, uh, we will see you next week. Thanks. Peace.